what's up everybody and welcome back to CT Time. As you know, my name is Aziza Red and today we are here to talk about labels. So over the years, the social construct concept, contraception, I'm sorry, has taken a toll on humanity. Whether or not one feels like it's a good thing or an irrelevant thing to the conversation, but what is relevant is whether or not we as a human race deserve to be treated like whatever we claim to be treated like and whoever we claim to be. So today to talk about this hard conversation, I am me, why so many labels? We have a returning guest, Sambi. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I am Lil Simi with uh, 1418TV and also under the umbrella of Cubalist Radio at cubalistradio.com. You can check me out where I need you today and post the show. So just last week we joined um, we joined Simi on her on her platform. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what we talked about? Um, on our platform, we talked about basically um, you know the business of podcasting and how we can elevate. Talk uh, well, um, talk about how we can just elevate together as business people in the space of podcast. Be sure to go to her page and click on the links and check out that conversation. And also to support us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash CT time. And we're also on Clubhouse. And if you guys want to join the conversation, feel free to call us at 513-788-3910. So right into it. What you identify as? I, uh, I identify as she, her, um, a lot of people would in my space or my community would consider me a stud or soft stud, but I, should I say, but I just um, <clears throat> confirm as she or her. So, um, I don't know if you can see this. Can you see my name tag? Not really. It's a, um, <laughs> hello, uh, my pronouns are she, her. I just recently grabbed this at the Cincinnati Pride Festival. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. We're focusing. Uh, it's getting, it's getting there. Almost, yep, there we go. <laughs> there we go. So but, we identify the same thing. Um, as um a woman who I guess people I guess know what you do behind closed doors. Do you feel offended at people trying to like call you a different pronoun or just assume that you would want to be called that? Uh, yes. How does that make you feel? Um, I feel like they are trying to figure out the wrong thing. I'm still a she or her. I don't go by the new terminology. I, I was always raised, you are who you are, regardless of what people see you as. Are my snaps allowed? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. Like, because um, science isn't something that you can just. Oh, I'm this now. That'll just confuse everybody. That's like if a red sock wants to go into the whites. Like, uh, I could put the red socks in with the white laundry. I could. <laughs> okay. That's saying more than it should. <laughs> so, um, words from the producer, there's a science to sex. But um, I can't confirm a science to gender. The best science I have is the current episode so far, but even with this, we might barely be touching the tip of the iceberg. 
is there truly an understanding of gender or does it go on as long as there's a way that someone can consider themselves an anomaly? These are questions that not only we have. So um, how would you define a gender? I feel like a gender is not something that you were necessarily born with in today's talk, should I say. Um, it's something that you grow into because a lot of people can say, yes, I was born a woman, but I identify as a trans man, you know, or if they're, were, they were born a, a boy, they would say, I identify now as a trans So do you believe people could be um, born gay? Um, I wouldn't say born gay. I would say the things that were around them shaped them to be, whether it was you seeing your mother being beat on by a man or vice versa, you were a man and you saw uh, your father being abused by your mother. Uh, and I, and I also can't stand that most of the time when people are identifying as being queer or everything that falls under that line, that it's normally like a, a trauma story that led them to that. And, and that's very sad. I do believe that some people are born gay. We all got that little cousin. That little cousin that been walking funny forever. We all got one. <laughs> and I'm also, I've also paid attention to a lot of people who um, are in the LGBTQ community. Sometimes they are, they might be born different, if I could say. They may be um, born down since. Um, or they might have things like um, hyperventilatorism, or so I'm gonna be blunt. I'm gonna be blunt with it. So are you saying that? Okay, mind me, because I should have been canceled by now. <laughs> are you suggesting that like a slower person is more impervious to some things because they just don't know better? Not saying that something is better or or not better. No, I would say it's because <laughs> they feel like they didn't belong or they were picked on. And then sometimes they, uh, I have a friend that's been, you know, you know, like that his whole life. And um, he was brought up in a, a two-family household. So sometimes it's not that. Sometimes you might experience things as a child that, I don't know. And then some people are just curious, you know. It's different factors that I think that play into the situation, but also so I'm asking you one more question, and then we go address this comment or whatever. Do you believe that being curious or um, a man trying something once or twice would just put him inside a certain boat of being gay? Do you think it's okay for men to experience experiment and keep their straight label? I believe they can, but I think that they should let their partner know whoever they come in contact with because. Um, I've explained this to straight men and, you know, gay men or uh, bisexual men that you have to let your partner know because men, it, it is stated that men, uh, they hold the STD factor. So, not saying that women, we don't, we don't transmit it, but it's more of a men thing and when you look at statistics and you look at uh, the things that are going on these days, a lot of men are on the down low and they're scared to tell their woman, like, I've creeped over to the other sex or, you know, to the same sex or they're scared to tell the person, like, okay, um, 
Like you said, uh, I've been doing dabble a little bit, but I don't think I'm gay. I just think I was curious. Like, I wanted to know, is it wrong for me to feel like I wanted to do that? You know, because there's women that do it all the time and they don't consider themselves bisexual or gay. Unfortunately, the stigma is way different from men versus women. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to just necessarily say that a certain amount of germs and diseases are specifically made and curated in their Petri dish versus ours. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I, I do agree with just being transparent with your partner. And it's 2023. Um, a lot of women are comfortable with that. And honesty is the best policy. Um, most women do assume and, and have a feeling about their man. They just quiet about it until he's comfortable enough to say something. And we are the generation of women that is going to let our man cry. So yeah mm-hmm. get that hug oh but oh yeah we have a comment um so the uh, commenter was saying uh can i call you a lady as a term of the gender yeah i usually identify as hungry but <laughs> but i do consider myself a lady and it's crazy having to um <clears throat> having to explain that to people and just when you're dating it's just really frustrating because everybody's used to women and you know anybody could be a woman nowadays you feel me men can be women and you have to call them that like but a lady how i carry myself how i want to be spoken to i'm not over here yelling and and beating on boyfriends i'm 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 submitting i'm doing my job you feel me i'm trying to be feminine so treat me like a lady open my door take care of me you know like it's just certain ways that you treat a lady versus just any old somebody with a dress on (laughs) you know Yes. But yeah, I wouldn't mind being called a lady. And um, back to the whole label things. When people call you like bro or stuff like that, do you think they're trying to be funny? Uh, yeah, sometimes. And I can tell when they are too. So it's, it, it just depends on like, okay, most people, when they see me, because of course a lot of people don't know, you know, I write as well, you know, I have my own label and stuff like that. When I do certain things, or even when I rap, they like, um, they sound like, um, like a voice having matured. And I'm like, I'm a woman, <laughs> so my voice ain't gonna go past a certain level. Not they saying you sound like puberty. <laughs> Not they saying you sound like puberty. Yeah, follow up, follow up. Would you ever do hormones to like get deeper or hairier or whatever they do? Uh uh-uh, uh, no, I already got, I got enough hair on my body. I have enough. Agreed. I don't need any type of, <laughs> I'm telling you, if I take any type of hormone in a testosterone lane like, or even estrogen, I think I've, I've had this talk with my doctor before. Um, I used to have um, hypothyroidism, okay? Like, I used to have it. I guess it was like a weight factor. I don't know what it was. But for <laughs> like three years, okay, I was on this medicine. And mind you, they give you hormones, right? So, <laughs> as I was starting to look, you know, pay attention to things, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, you know, now I'm always. Was you crying a lot? <laughs> Uh-huh. Was you crying a lot? What? What? Did it make you strong? No. Which, which way did the hormones take you? <laughs> the hormones took me in the other way. The manly way. Yeah. You, know you were spazzing out and punching holes in walls. 
I didn't have none of that. I was still myself. Um, it didn't alter my, my thought process or anything. But what I did see is that I started having hair, like more thicker hair. So my hair, like on my face, like I have, a, you know, all, most women, I don't say all, but most women, we have, you know, just get to a certain age, the hair in the wrong area, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the chin, yeah, and now you side of your face. So I started to start to get bigger, and I started to ask my doctor, like, do I actually need this medicine anymore? So I right. switched the doctors when I came back here to Cincinnati. I said, um, you know, I asked my doctor, like, hey, you know, uh, do I need to be on the fence? He said, absolutely not. You need to start taking that immediately. You don't have nothing wrong with you. They test my blood. Like, we're going to just test your levels to make sure, like, I guess, TH levels or whatever. I don't know what it's for. But I guess it's like. So, um, the testosterone levels in women and men have been coming, have been becoming a huge thing in sports lately, whether you're a T-girl or just a normal woman who works out too much and now your testosterone is a little high, um, that could get you disqualified from the Olympics, um, made to use another bathroom, all types of weird technicalities just because you decide to work out more and your body is doing something natural because mm -hmm. we're following all these technicalities so that people can can't be considered a woman or not a woman not to downplay right. their their whole existence but like we can get to that in just a second i thought we have so one comment was um someone said they're a heteromantic demisexual uh cis male What's a demisexual? Meaning that they're only sexually attracted to people they have an emotional connection with. Makes sense. When I be like, my head just not in it right now. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm feeling real demisexual. <laughs> but, um... Words from the producer, um, a lot of social workers and psychologists define gender as a social construct. So too many people believe that gender is a part of like a literal biological sex spectrum, but gender is limited to that. Webster describes gender as a subclass within a grammatical class <laughs> that's kind of um, mostly based on physical, social, and spiritual attributes. Now, if there's literally more to it than that, I would love to hear from anybody that's willing to teach us. So do you feel like gender is deeper than, hold on. <laughs> do you feel like um, gender is deeper than like a physical, social, spiritual thing? Um, it can be. It depends on, uh, I feel like it depends on you and your, makeup and what you were brought up to believe like both of my parents are straight now i can't say that i have not i don't have an aunt or an uncle that is you know uh in the lgbtq community um you know <laughs> so therefore it's like i feel like it's it depends on you yeah in your personal relationship whatever spiritual um, but then I kind of feel like uh, girls that have never tried anything are weird. Like, why you hate us? <laughs> like, you ain't never kissed one of your friends just because. But I don't know. <laughs> if you, if you are like how you said, like you said, like you never tried. 
But then when boys say it, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better not be trying stuff. I don't want to say, like, my reports, but I'm like, but don't you know that that is Greek mythology for me? No one's experience. No one's experience. But don't you know it's Greek mythology and a lot of people don't know that, but Greek mythology that what? <laughs> uh, like, um, the Bible and stuff like that. A lot of people don't know that's where it comes from. Like, I took a course in college about it. And I did my own research, and it's basically Greek mythology. It's um, different things that I wouldn't even say the Greeks put together, but it was a collection of things that were put together, you know. So She was just uh, looking at pictures, my- y'all. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but they do say that um, most uh, gay acts and, um, you know, just the act of being gay in black culture does stem from the Europeans and all the trauma that we went through through slavery, but it happened before that, like the original meaning of Christmas and, and all the other things that are terrible. <laughs> and I believe that people were doing it before time. Um, like before, like I would say, even the 1700s, that I don't think it was just white people. I believe that we had some that were in our culture as well, but they just didn't express themselves like that. Culture or no culture, there's still science. So whether or not people were openly gay or closeted gay, there's still people in every culture that are born with both things. A male and female so whether you wanted to or not you had to address that they had to have conversations they had to show people <laughs> i don't know so i feel like people being born that way definitely started the conversation back in caveman time right and i have a question do mm-hmm. you think that um how do you think that people who who have both parts but there are some people that have both parts how do you think they should identify that? Here we go with the technicality things. Um, did you hear my producer? Um, he was just saying that hospitals tell the parents to choose for the child, and then they just chop off or close up whichever one that they didn't choose, and then they choose later on. Um, I do have a friend. Um, he was born with both things, and um, I guess his family decided that he would be a boy. And um, they closed up the other thing, I guess. <laughs> and um, yeah, he has really high levels of estrogen in his system. And he ended up, I don't know, I don't want to call him gay. Because they just chose him, they just chose wrong for him. <laughs> they chose wrong for my guy. A gender bias, like they don't really have those sex. Don't feel like they have one the scientific term is What'd you say? The scientific term is hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. He had to pull up his search history to find that. Oh, um, <laughs> so I study from like reading stuff. So. Oh yeah, you were studying it. Okay. <laughs> I quit. I quit. <laughs> but um, I feel like. I feel like it's wrong that the parent would choose right away, but I do understand that those surgeries are easier when children are small. And I couldn't imagine. Um, there was also a story about um, someone who, I guess she thought she was a girl, 
her whole life and she's like um why not why am i not having a period i've never had a period my skin is perfect i've never really had a pimple you know how boys have perfect skin you know she had all the boy perks but she was like feminine and i guess she had a vajay but apparently her balls never dropped and she literally had a penis and balls inside of her stomach so in order for, she got sick and in order for her to um you know overcome whatever was ailing her they had to unleash all that stuff sorry about my hand gestures i know they're terrible <laughs> they had to cut all that stuff so her whole life she thought she was a girl and then one day they cut a, a wiener out like what what if she had a boyfriend he better be okay with it <laughs> Come home with something else. <laughs> That's like coming home bald. If boys can't even take a haircut, he will not be able to deal with that. <laughs> but um, as you identifying as yourself, have you um dated men before? Yes. Um, how old were you the last time? Uh, twenty three. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it. Uh, was he like different? Was he was he was he gay? I don't know. I don't know. It's twenty twenty three. It could be anything. Like was I don't know. Would you date a trans man? Like would you date a tranny or a drag? No. Oh, you like man mans? If I went that way, nah, I would. I always said they have to be in touch with their feminine side, like kind of Nicki Minaj say. But you wouldn't be okay with like a nice little twink. No. That protects you. <laughs> no. Come on. I don't know. Friends, but uh, no. My bi guy but friends, they're saying, super gentlemen. Like, that's just why. What, what would I say when I was dating men? That was my thing or whatever. I wouldn't date nobody that would be dragged. Only because I feel like they're not living here too. Because some drag men are not gay. I was just talking about this earlier. And, okay, but <laughs> moving on, um, how real do you think any form of asexuality is? And this does include demisexual, sapiosexual, gray asexual, as favorable? Or sex repulsed? Ooh, repulsion. I don't know how it goes. Asexual is just like just attract uh, to yourself, right? Well, I think you that, have no I think that's sexual no. preference. Asexual is no sexual preference, but I thought pan was the same. No, pan means it don't matter who it is. Everybody is your preference. No sexual preference, and everybody is the same. And those are human. Like that, that counts for him. But like asexual, you have you can't even think of somebody that was like. So it's go from I don't got no type to I like all the types. So it's like <laughs> nobody gets you going. Basically, that's what it means to be like basically asexual. Like nothing that they do, no matter how they look, no matter like the gender. And while you're describing things, can you define asexuality for us? Yeah, yeah. Like so, there's. Now there's a whole book behind it though, like you know, and I will share that link in the live on the live feed. But you know, there is no preference, and at the same time, there's no reasoning for the value of the person that you are 
quote-unquote attracted to you even if you aren't actually attracted to them so um when we're asking how real do you think any form of asexuality is are you asking are they really asexual or are they just a hoe <laughs> it's, it's like asking like you know are you sure you're not attracted to anybody or anything you sure you just haven't found the right person like there's a lot of um in with the lgbt community there is a lot of uh hoeing shunning no shunning okay. <laughs> now there are people that like you know swear up and down they support them but then there's the other person that's like oh i'll get you gay just give me about 15 minutes give me some liquor or something like it's that. it's giving hormone monster it's like a hormone monster, or they can even get rapey vibes. Yeah, they can get stalker vibes. It really just depends on like who's talking that to that particular asexual. There are actually, you know, fifty fifty chances a guy or a girl as the asexual. Yeah, I do know some um some pansexuals that might be asexual out here. <laughs> but um it sounds like a very fine line between the two. And um that is something similar with the LMNOPs that <laughs> that there's a fine line between what group and label that you should go into and that's why most people are racking up labels. So just really define themselves and then once they once you drop more than two or three labels, it, it almost seems pointless. But um, I'll ask the question one more time, and um, we explained a lot, so if you don't understand, it's cool, we'll just move on. How real do you think any form of asexuality is? Of course it's real. Um, I was always thought that asexual was going to whoever floats your boat. <laughs> so, so do you think that's a I real thing? Maybe real, but I just believe that um, sometimes you don't want to I cannot say the way. Um, they don't want seem like a hoe. <laughs> yeah, we tipping around the H word. Words from the producer without calling a riot about this. Practically, even within the um, the ace community, the asexuality umbrella is a give and take. What what was named was the most common form shown within it, besides sapiosexuality, I believe. But then there are other spectrums being introduced and sometimes debunked constantly what is usually said at least within the ace community is that sexuality is whatever you make of it at least from a recent study and if you guys have any comments or concerns or if i mess y'all up and y'all don't like being called elementos um just <laughs> just call me <laughs> at 513-788-3910 and um, be 100% honest with yourself, Simi. Um, does this not mean that you actually hate or even dislike these individuals altogether? But are you a safe space for those who identify in the gender dysphoria um, crisis? Do you feel like a safe uh, I space? Feel like, I feel like they could come to me and talk to me about anything. But I'm pretty much an old book. You know, I don't bash people based on what uh, what they are or who they are, um, you know, or who they describe themselves as. I mean, like sometimes um, I feel like people uh, should have an open ear, like I do. You know, I'm pretty much cool with. A lot of people. You know. So, um, there's a subcategory here. He mentioned human animals, 
hybrids. Hybrid. I'm sorry, hybrid. human animals hybrids or all of the above. So, yes, it is a sexual preference. Have you ever met a furry or someone who identifies as a cat? Not a furry. <laughs> Some people who actually like turn into like lizards, cats, dogs, things like that. People actually like go through surgery. Like they call it the anthropist, the something like that. Oh, it turned off. <laughs> yeah, the anthropist. They Have you ever met someone who identifies as a cat lizard or I feel like those baby people should be in that category too. I met girls that think they're babies. <laughs> but there's, there's people that actually oh, I've seen on um it was something like on YouTube where yeah, I've seen some some girl was in a cage wagging her tail. Yep. Yeah, I knew you was talking about her. I knew you was talking about her. <laughs> they actually like legit will go through the surgery to look like dogs, cats, bats, whatever, and they're called theatricists. Um, some of them actually are unable to get out their house because, you know, they're not allowed a job just because now they have scales on their body or now they have whiskers and such. What a luxury. <laughs> what a luxury. You chose sex over money. I don't know, but it <laughs> might make you money. Some of them really just think they're actually wizards. Yeah. I'm relating back to this girl that thinks she's a baby. Like, I don't know. She's just happier when, you, when you're feeding her through a bottle. <laughs> Word from this producer. Um, hate, fear, and misunderstanding sometimes sit in the same room about, um, about the same subjects. And sometimes all three are being led by misguiding and misinformation. Hear me out. You hate, cancel, and disown one of your own that doesn't claim their skin color, but you are quickly overly blindly supporting those who feel like they are made into the wrong biological sex. And sometimes, and sometimes they say nothing at the same time, the ind individual feels that they are made a, by a mistake and they want to get changed back. It happens medically. It happens physically. There are all these actual steps that you can talk about or even go to hospitals before finally going through with the surgery. There are videos on YouTube about whether or not you want to look it up. Um, we're only going to play two short videos this episode, but in the terms of theory of Oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> and like they are still getting unshunned and even crucified. It's likely um, that almost as if currently the native, the naive doesn't fit or maybe that's just for another episode. He is killing me <laughs> with these scientifical bedroom terms. Why y'all be so scientifical in the bedroom? Hmm? Just like somebody and marry them. You don't need labels if you have one sexual partner. <sighs> that paragraph just killed me, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I, I do agree. I do agree with that because um when we see our famous people claiming to be white, like Stacey Dash or um I believe Nicki Minaj filed white in her taxes as well. Who else is filing white in their taxes? It's, it's terrible, but you do get more money back that way. <laughs> um, we shun them. Like, if you're identifying as white, like, you know, or, or those mixed people, and they literally have to pick a side. And then they pick different sides depending on who they with. Like, I don't know. Similar energy. Similar energy. Like, if we're not shunning them, if we're not shunning the LGBT, then we should let Tracy Barbie identify as white. 
I think we are. <laughs> And I ain't gonna lie, sometimes when you're trying to apply for a job, you know, if you quit, because I, I put Native American. I be putting Native American on mine because I feel like it's a law. Like, you gotta, you gotta hire the Native American. Like, you have to. Or you discriminate. <laughs> hey, I-E-I-O. Because I just thought I was like, I'm actually, I am, I have a little portion of native blood, so I ain't um, too wrong. I ain't getting the money, but I'm yeah. I feel like if you put Hispanic, they go test you. They go, you go sit down at the interview and they go hit you with hola, <laughs> and then it's all, it all then crumbled. Bien. <laughs> 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 Alrighty, so last question. Do you think that the labeling can become a little bit redundant at times? Yes. I think it's kind of stupid, if you ask me. I feel like if I... That's why I used to be kind of hesitant to try to be talk to a woman. Like, the person I am with right now, like, I didn't know at all if she dated women at all because when you look at a feminine woman, what do you, what are you supposed to, like, I don't know if you're straight, and I don't know if you are lesbian or not, because guess what, you can't pay. So, in that situation, I feel like, unless you see something like this, you might see, like, a pride bracelet, shout out to all the people, you know, all right, um, you know, you know. so, hey, I just tell everyone, no, disrespect people. If they say they is one thing, don't expect me because I look like what you saw to address me at that. Because I feel, feel like I'm a lady should, should be as such. Even though I'm a, I look like I'm a stud. So we do have a caller calling in. We're about to answer right now. Let's see what they're talking about. Awesome. We got a comedian on the line, y'all. Watch out. <laughs> What's up, Dimitri? You got anything to say about labels? About labels? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I mean, as in like gender labels or like. Yes, it's know, Pride like, Month. Yeah, I got you. Um, well, I mean, I would say like people can be whatever you really choose to be, honestly. You know, and I mean, we're going to change long up and down, you know, and people have a, a way of being themselves that, you know, can, can, it, can, it can intertwine or it can amongst each other or it can be seen as different or seen as bad, seen as wild, whatever taboo, you know, in, in nature, things happen really. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I'm, I cannot, cannot curse, cannot say what I want to say over here. No. No. No, I can't, okay. All right, so um, <laughs> when, <laughs> when you see gerbils copulate, mm, okay, okay mm, amongst each other, and they are all males mm, and brothers, um, you start to realize, you start to realize um, that things just be weird out here, and weird don't necessarily mean bad. You know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is this, okay? If four gerbils mm, can enjoy themselves amongst each other, all humans can do this. It loves you, so it's just been that, 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 I think that is all. Um, okay, just don't, mm, no more, because I feel that in my lower back. <laughs> <laughs>
that is crazy. <laughs> but um, like he was saying that um, us seeing homosexuality out in nature, um, most of the time, not to say that animals have to go through a trauma story too. Gerbils, they just freaky. But um, most insects, when you catch insects being homo, <laughs> um, it's usually because of a parasite. Um, with like cicadas or worms or honeybees, praying mantises, anything. There's like parasites that target them, turn them into zombies and make them do gay stuff. Like I always thought that was crazy. Yes, literally, um, it, it, it basically takes over their brain and then they go doing gay, it's, it's, a, it's a parasite in nature that causes, I guess, animals to do the same thing. That's why they're relating human homosexuality to a mental sickness. But they don't do that no more. But but they did. But that's why it makes sense. Even though it don't. I'm sorry, y'all. We're not trying to lock y'all up. Because <laughs> I feel like, like, like my story, like, when the five just gotten off, during my story, they would be like, yeah, I'm gay. They had to be like, about how ridiculous. I can't even say it. Okay, one time. Uh, We're going to get Demetrius' comments out the way right quick, and then we're going to drop you. <laughs> What were you saying, Dimitri? I, I mean, it's not a big thing. You know, it, it's, like, it's like Walking Dead when real rainbow. It, it, it's wild. It, it's crazy. It, it's bizarre. You know, and it's sitting behind Would you be upset if a uh, zombie you was gay? Uh, you know, I would think that all zombies would be pan, you know? They, 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 I know. I know uh, vampires are pan. You here for forever and you ain't gonna try nothing? I mean, hey, look, a thousand years is just thinking you doing one thing and doing one thing. Ain't no way. Zombies zombies gotta be pan. Dimitri, thank you for calling us. Be sure to call in next episode. It's always a blast having you on the line. Alright, have a good one. You too. And Simi, I'm sorry about that. What were you saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to remember what was the question before. It was a it was a statement or a question. Um, gay zombie bugs. <laughs> oh, I feel like people, I feel like, uh, like I don't feel like uh, it's a, a thing like sickness disorder. Um, I feel like um, sometimes people, because I've been abused by both sexes. I've had things happen both sexes. So me, I had to be like, okay, think about yourself. Think about what you don't, don't like, and you know, I know what I don't like. Not so well. You can forgive. If I forgive myself, I can forgive other people, or they know not what they do. Right. You know, in some situations, they know, but you got to just be like, hey, they don't. They don't really have the knowledge to really know what they did or wrong. And you have to forgive them so that they can be better, you know. Um, so I feel like that people shouldn't, you know, think that it's always a mental illness. Sometimes it's, some people are, like I said, I've had situations with both sexes. Everybody deals with trauma differently. And I, I do want to say shout out to those survivors. And I know you'll sleep better if they're sleeping under a jail. Okay. Mm-hmm. And shout out to justice and shout out to speaking your truth. And shout out to not letting go and shout out to healing and shout out to mm-hmm. never silencing yourself and shout out to trauma making you stronger and shout out to just being the best person that you can be every day and trying again if you didn't do it the day before. 
But um, with a few words from my producer, um, depending on the layers of the labels, all those terms put together can simply be a overly complicated way of saying, I need help. And a lot of times, um, that's what therapy is for. Psychiatrists sometimes can develop or claim a diagnostic to simply water down what you felt or even currently feel as a higher tier issue. Not to say that your issue might not be huge one, not, might not be a huge one, but um, that is simply for you to discover and decide. But knowing all of the issues that you personally have, do you think that your life would actually be better if someone were to adhere or adjust accordingly to your issues, especially the ones that overly contradict the other? So um, I feel that if my uncle has cancer, I'm not going to keep giving him cigarettes. So I definitely feel that. <laughs> oh, we got another call. We popular. Okay. Hey, Marcus. Um, how you feel about labels? Uh, honestly, I feel like it's a way for us to just create more categories to separate ourselves from. Right? If you go back to the crack era when they try to remove the black men from the house and destroy the black household and things of that nature, we can have that talk and everybody know that, that with the labels, it's reasonable and I respect everything. Like without women, like nothing would exist. They are the creators and givers of life. We have nothing without them. So they have to get all the respect in the world, even though that opinion doesn't reside well with everybody. They should never have to fight for his rights. They should never have to fight for getting rights. There's one race, the human race. You know what I mean? Like me, I like a science approach personally because if I'm born a man, I don't have female organs. You know I mean, I can't produce eggs, therefore I could never be a woman, even though I sold a wig and grow some fish. You know what I mean? Like that's how I can't that's how I feel about it. The labels should the labels are what they are. People want to be identified properly and how they feel appropriate. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, we can't let that divide us further, I feel. I think you should have, like, actually listened to the uh, conclusion that we literally just gave, like, the moment that you called. Because, I mean, like, I hear what you're saying. And, you might have like, missed it. Yeah. <laughs> we actually did, like, you know, pin down, like, you know, sometimes labels can be a bit chaotic or whatnot. But at the same time, you know, for some people it helps, for other people it's just like, like which one do you want us to, uh, you know, affect first? Or do you want us to affect it all? It, so I want to just ask him a follow-up question. Have you ever been in a relationship? Uh, I'm assuming that you're a straight male. Um, have you ever been in a relationship with a woman and she just, uh, and you wanted something sexually and it was just a veto, but you were in a relationship for a while? Yeah, just like something sexually that you were into or that you have done before and then it was just like a no from her, a solid no, like she just wasn't.